Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Today, we are welcoming Mexican folk pop singer Natalia Lafocade onto the podcast. So, welcome, Natalia. How are you today? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you I for joining us. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks. Oh, wonderful Thanks. to talk to you. So, um, how have you been? How has this year been for you so far? Um, I feel very grateful, you know, because it's been, even though the situation around, it's very weird moment. And still, we don't know what is going to happen. And we're trying to get used to this real, this new <laughs> reality. Uh, in the house, uh, I've been working a lot for this last album that, that we just released. This album that is called uh, Un Canto por México, Volume 2. So since January, me and my teamwork uh, have been working a lot for this project. So... I feel very grateful because in a way music um, makes me, you know, like to focus on, on something that I love and all the energy and all the our love and, and yeah, our, our days are totally focused on, on this project since January. So, so I feel very grateful because it's a very pretty project and, and I feel very proud for it. So, yeah. So I feel grateful for that. And also happy to be at home in Veracruz because I decided to stop uh, the touring and the, the, the concerts and, and traveling for, for, for some time. I didn't know we were going to have all this pandemia thing. But, yeah, so I... I can stay home, you know, and I really needed to be here. So very, very happy. That's really nice that you've been able to spend that time at home um, during the last year. So was there anything that you got to do during the last year that you wouldn't normally have time? Have you, lots of people have taken up things like gardening or all sorts of things. So is there anything you got to spend time doing that you wouldn't have been able to normally? Yeah, there was a moment in the middle of the, I don't know how you say this in English, is the, la contingencia, well, when we had to stay like really, really inside mm. of the house and we couldn't go out. And there was a, a breaking point for me when I realized how much I needed to have a space in my, ha- in my house for creating music and creating, you know? I didn't have that. I mean, it was... Also, like a new thing for me to be at home because I was all the time touring. Um, yeah, like traveling from one place to another. So it was a moment of like really, um, yeah, f- uh, trying to f- to understand how to stay on my own <laughs> in my house. Mm. And then there was this moment when I said, I'm going to build my own studio. So I just decided and I started with a person here that was helping me out with the the construction and all that. And then there was a moment when I realized that I needed an architecture. So I called a person (laughs) 
And now we're in the middle of that process, you know. And for me, it's been very special. I mean, that's part of my very, very personal life because it's happening right now in the backyard of my house. And it's like my dream, you know. It's the dream that I have since I was 14 years old. I was thinking, I wish one day I can have my own studio at home. And it's happening now. After like 20 years of, yeah, working with music and, yeah, doing several projects. So I feel uh, so, like, I can't believe it, you know? So it's been very busy because at the, it's funny. At the same time that I, that, that I am building my own studio, my own space here at home, we're going through this construction in Haltipan Veracruz, which is the, the project, uh, the reason we ended up uh, recording these two volumes of, of Un Canto por México, the, the, the last album that I released. So it's funny because it, it's two projects of construction at the same time. I was just realizing yesterday, you know, like I was like, wow, it, it's so funny that it's two two things happening at the same time in the middle of music you know so mainly to learn how to be on my own at home I'm building my dream <laughs> it's been like that okay. so um, I, I feel very fortunate you know very very fortunate for that yes well it definitely sounds like you've been kept busy in many ways so creatively and building wise with the home so that's great to hear you're building your dream that you've always wanted this home studio so it's nearly finished did you say yeah it it's yeah um I I think I believe that it might be done by November maybe maybe yeah we'll see must be Mm -hmm. a big project yeah it's very very special and yeah I am very very happy (laughs) yeah I can tell I can hear it in your voice so um uh the last year has that affected any of your new music you know what's happened or the types of things that have inspired you or that you've been able to think about in the last year because you've had more time at home well it's been a very busy moment even though I I am not traveling, even though I am not giving any show. And I was used to doing that a lot. But um, on 2019, um, we decided to to make a big, very big concert in Mexico City because we were trying to to raise funds, to raise money for for the reconstruction of the center of the documentation of Son Jarocho in Haltipan, Veracruz, which is a place, this is a place that was affected by, by the earthquakes in 2017. And the people there were working for for a long time, for like more than 20 years, to to keep uh, all the traditions, you know, it's a center for regional music, this beautiful ginger that we have, which is Son Son Jarocho. So people there are doing a lot of uh, 
talleres, ¿no? Talleres, eh, o clases eh, de son jarocho, de music, de zapateado, de laudería, de alfarería, um, de telar de cintura, different disciplines around the tradition and their culture as well. So, um, we wanted to to find a, the, the, to raise the money for this, but there was a moment that we realized we needed to do a big thing so we can have a lot of money and give it to them so it, it, it can we can yeah rebuild this space that they had to to leave because it was like all broken no so uh, yeah so we we started like to design this big concert in mexico And we wanted to have families like coming to the show. So I called Kiko Campos, which is the producer and director of these two volumes. And, uh, and we made like this huge piece of music, like regional Mexican music. Like it, it, it had many different things together, but you could see the, the essence of Mexico uh, and, and the, our tradition and our music and the way we we yeah we sing and we dance and, and we feel the music you know you you could tell that by listening to the tracks and to the music and there was a point where we said let's put that into a record because it's going to be only once and then I'm gonna take my space out of the, the, the stage and out of touring. So let's put this on a record. And then it was two records. So 2020 and 2021 has been this period of time when we are still working for this music so we can put it out. And at the same time, these people and all the organizations that are with us now and, and the architectures from this place in Haltipan, they are building this, this center, this community center. So, so it's been um, a very interesting process, you know, like a lot of work, a lot of different things going together. Um, So we, we, we're very, very happy and proud that it's happening and we still need to wait. We might finish by December this project with the construction, but now the people can listen to the music. So it's been great, you know, because even though we are in, in the house, um, out of the road, But we're still working on music, you know. So, and that's the thing that I love to do the most. So, yeah, it's been like that. Mm, amazing. Yeah, I can hear the passion in your voice. Fantastic <laughs> that you've done all of this in, you know, a very difficult time and that you're able to connect with people via your music and continue to do what you love. It's wonderful. Um, and um, so you're one of the most successful singers in Latin America. So I'm just curious, when you reflect back on your career so far and all of your incredible success, how does it feel to see how far you've come and how do you stay grounded? 
Well, by knowing that is is music, is love for music, love for what I do, is passion, and uh, that it's very, it changes all the time. You know, like sometimes it's very high and sometimes it's very low. I don't know how you say this in English, but but everything changes. Yes. And in my career, I had different points. You know, I had different moments and from all those moments I was learning all the time things so I know that 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 there will be different moments as I move on and it's mainly about music it's mainly about the passion and the music that I do that I record that I share with other talented and wonderful amazing people that I that I run into my way in my path, you know, it's it's been it's been beautiful, and it's just that it's just like something that that I love to do, and I am very um, grateful because I can share it. There's people that listen to 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 the, the music, and they feel connected, and they feel close. To, to to me or to the lyrics or to to the, the sound and is that you know so yeah like there is yeah that's that's something that I've tried to think about when I am working when I am moving forward just to keep in mind that I am doing this because it's my passion and I must be true you know I I must be honest to what I create because that's the only way you might have the opportunity to connect with people. But if you're not real, then everything just like starts to to become weird and and like uh-huh, it's like confusing. It could be confusing everything because you're not like real to yourself. So for me, it's more about that. It's more about keeping my own truth, keeping my, my, yeah, my, my, my truth and my passion for, for music. That's the most important for me. Mm. And to have fun. Of <laughs> that's course. The fun. Always like, that's the rule number one, no? having fun. It's very important. Absolutely. And um, what are your fans like? It sounds like they're very loyal and very passionate and support you. What have they been like throughout your musical journey? They're amazing. They are amazing. They're very sensitive. They're respectful uh, to me. Like they're, they know the the people that have that have been uh walking the path with me you know they know the way i am they they know how they know how i work w- with the music and the time also they know that i normally I might do something and then step back so I can have my own time and my silence and then I will come back. And sometimes I it seems like I go against to the 
how do you say como contracorriente? We say that in Spanish, like going against the 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 grain. I think that's what we say uh-huh. here. Like, like the river, you know, like like against the water, against yeah. the yeah, against the wind. Uh, este, yeah, I don't know how to say this in English, but yeah. So so they know they know me, and I feel very. Uh, it's there is this. Can you say like complicity, like relation yeah. between yes. us, like very close relation that you built through the time um this um yeah like uh, yeah this relation that 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 through the years it's been great because they 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 can they know me by my music and i can be part of the, their lives and they know that i know so It's been great and almost 20 years for me. So, yeah, still a lot, a lot to walk and a lot to do, but I feel very grateful. Mm. That's wonderful that your fans are so supportive and loyal yeah. and have stuck with you. It sounds like they have a, um, like you say, almost a, they feel like they have a relationship with you or in some way they know you um, because they've stayed with you this this long and throughout this journey. So that's lovely to hear. Um, yeah. So I, I know that your song, and I have to apologize for my terrible English pronunciation. Perhaps you can help me out, Natalia, because I never studied Spanish. So is it Tu Si no. Sebes Cuaramira? <laughs> is, is this how I pronounce it? To, uh, sorry, can you say it again? I can try. I mean, I, I'm not sure. Um, is Tusi Sebes Curamere was your huge hit, uh, more than 200 million YouTube hits on one of your older songs. Uh, yeah. Tusi Sabes Quererme. Ah, clo- no, I wasn't close, was I? Yeah. Thank you for humoring yeah. me. You know, in English, it will be, you know how to love me. Okay, yes. Okay, <laughs> you know how to love me, so... As I yeah. was saying, this was such a big song. So did you have any idea at the time it would go on to be so big? And what is it about this song that you think resonates with so many people? You never know what is going to happen with a song. It, that's, that's something that I love about my work and about working with music because it has its own spirit and its own... Uh, Yeah, it's it's like it. Yeah, it's something that that it's gonna find its own place in people's hearts. You know, like it's gonna fly away from you, and you cannot control it. So I love that about making music because I remember at the beginning of my career I was working with music, but I could see people around me saying, this is going to be a hit or no, 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 this, this might be a huge hit. And then it was the opposite, you know? So I learned that you really don't, don't know. So you better do it like with, again, like with your heart and love and yeah, try to do your best. And then, It might happen or not. So for me, it's been 
even funny, you know, because it's like, I can't believe they love this one because I thought they weren't going to like it. So, yeah, it's been like that in my career, you know. It's full of surprises with certain songs that are like, really? Wow, okay, mm -hmm. let's, let's move on, right? So, yeah, with that one especially, It's, it's really nice because it's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful one that, that talks about good love, the good love, like the, the love that is, is easy, fun, it's beautiful. And on this two-volume, uh, este, uh, I had uh, Ruben Blades, which is very a very, very important person in the music for all Latinos in the world, I'm, I think also. And Maria Advertencia, which is a singer, songwriter, more in, in the hip hop uh, world and plays, more like for rap. But she's doing a very important work for, uh, for women in her community, saying all the things that were like, hidden and that many of them didn't know how to put on the table. So she's bringing so much information that, that needed to be there out. And, and she's doing that. So she's like very, uh, how do you say? Like she has this commitment on compromise with, with her community. And um, yeah, so You never know, <laughs> but it's great when it happens. You never know. And um, this year you released a brand new version of the song, didn't you? A remix with Michael Kleiss. So um, why did you decide to do this remix with him? And what, what did he bring to this project? Well, I think uh, a new way of showing the music, a new way of putting the music out um it's it's very nice whenever you, you you can share with other musicians because they are gonna bring something new into your world no also every time that I can collaborate or have anybody like into my world it's it's wonderful to see how we can mix Uh, uh, yeah, uh, perception or, or how we can mix our sounds, and something interesting will come out out of from uh, from that, right? So, yeah. So I was very happy also because whenever things like this happen, it it's it's a chance, it's opportunity to to keep showing my music to people that might not know me yet and that's wonderful you know because it's it's about like sharing it so I felt very happy that he wanted to do that mm, yeah a new audience a great way to reach new people perhaps that aren't aware of you and um, a great example of that I think I would love to ask you about the Disney Pixar film Coco this wonderful film Um, so you worked on the original music for this. So how did it feel to be approached for such a big film like this? Uh, it was great. It was uh, some of the things in life, in life when when you are like, wow, like 
I am very mystic person. I don't know if you say that in English, como mística, como I believe in. I know when the people from from Pixar they were asking me to to do this this song and to come into the into the movie with the music and and that my time was like really like super busy. It was like. Okay, you just let me know. I was telling my team. I was telling like, okay, I'll do it. But you just tell me at what time in the day we're going to record the song. Because, I mean, it could be at 3 a.m. Or <laughs> it could be at 2 in, in, in the middle of the night <laughs> in, in a plane or in, a, in the room of a hotel. Because that is specifically moment we were like crazy, like with shows and promotion and projects, everything was happening at the same time. So, yeah, it was just a trusting thing because they were really like, really, we really want you to be the, the, the voice of, of the song. So, yeah, so we moved things and it was a thing like, okay, it's, this is crazy. Like we're, we were doing that in the middle of the night. I, I, I don't remember even where, because it was like crazy, everything. And, and then it was incredible and it was beautiful. And it was that those kind of things that happen in life that are like a big opportunity and huge thing. Because, yeah, there was a day when I was on the stage in the, uh, at the Oscars este, singing the song, right? And, and singing especially from, for my people and for Mexico and for all the people that were loving the, this film. So I felt very, very, like, I couldn't believe it that it happened, you know? Yes, and I saw as well, um, when you performed the song with Miguel at the Oscars, you were the um, second Latin artist to perform on stage at the ceremony ever. So how does it feel to be leading the way for these Latin artists in the mainstream music industry? It felt good. I was like, oh, I am so fortunate. Wow, this is really nice. Yeah, it was a special... I felt very special as well. I was I felt very grateful. Um I was singing from my heart. It was very little time. I didn't care. I was just giving my best, you know, giving my best for 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 me and for for my people and for for music, you know. I was very excited and trying to enjoy every single second like every second every little moment around the celebration I was just yeah trying to to enjoy mm. and I have to say congratulations as well because the song won an Oscar for best original song so that is a huge achievement it's a very tough category isn't it so how did it feel to win yeah it felt amazing it felt amazing to be part of of such an incredible uh, project and to see um, all the people involved, to see the writers going on the stage 
getting yeah like the the recognition of their work because when you, when you see the, the 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 amount of energy and work that is behind the films you, it's it's huge it's huge thing it's a lot of time it's a lot of passion and love so yeah every time that the recognition comes it's like thanks 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 for noticing that 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 amount of energy and and work behind this thing no thank you thank you for seeing it and for for yeah it's it's, it's great it's mm -hmm. great so it, it was good you know it gives you like uh it i don't know how to say it but it, it gives you more energy more like to keep going no it gives you something to keep going and and to say I will keep doing this from the heart, no, just the way you're doing it, no? Yeah, that makes absolute sense. Um, and I was doing some research on you, so you've come a very long way since Twist and those days. So how has your songwriting changed over the years? Oh, a lot. Imagine. I was 14 <laughs> years I was part of this uh, pop music um, band we were dancing and singing but we weren't the ones that were writing the music you know and that was for me that wasn't good because I I knew by the time that I wanted to write my own music so that's why I I yeah that's why I didn't uh Yeah, that's why I I don't know how you say it. like I didn't want to keep going with this band mm. and I decided to to go to the school to go to the the college of music to start like taking it even more seriously and serious and and to to work hard for what I was dreaming of. And by the time I was 16 years old, so I was, at that time, I was writing my music and I was hoping that a label sometime will be like, hey, I, we want to sign you a contract or something. And then it happened. It happened when I was 18 years old that I was recording my my first album so it's been a whole thing for me it's been a very fun story of my life like going through different chapters and moments and um, yeah but I believe that staying in in that in that group was very important for my formation I don't know how you say it's good experience um, isn't it things shape you yeah. experience you prepare you uh -huh. even if That's they don't right. seem like it at the time yeah 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 it was very important for me to see how it feels to be that long out of your house you know because I was very little but I remember that that I wasn't going to school because I was touring. I was 
yeah, I was all the time like traveling and I was very little. And I remember that that I said to myself, oh, this is this is how it is. So it's, it's, it's working a lot, like traveling from one place to another. Like you don't get to see your friends. You, you don't get to see that much. Este, yeah, you don't get to see este, the same things that my, my mates in the school are, are seeing or living because I am now working on music and, and touring and dancing and doing my dream. But there is an, an exchange for doing this to another type of life. So I was realizing that very little. And there was a moment where I said, okay, I take it. I take it. I can, I can, I can handle this. But it, I need to be my I need to make my own music. It's the only thing. So that was the thing. I remember that I, I said that in my mind. I was, okay, I can keep having this type of life, but I need to write my, my songs and I need to learn how to play a guitar or an instrument so I can I can stay on the stage, but with my, my instrument and, and my band and my music. So I won't keep going. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good for me. Important to do things in your own way. Uh, otherwise, you wouldn't be happy, would you? And of course, it's led you to all the amazing music that you've done. And of course, you've been working hard on your new album, which is out now, of course. So it's uh, Uncanto por Mexico, volume two. So um, what was it like to work on this album? Do you have a favorite track? I don't know. I love them all. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer. I love them all. It's really, really difficult, you know. But for the things that have been happening, um, if you see the story behind these two volumes, I mean, there's a whole thing in the back of these two volumes. It's not just, I know everyone, we, we all say that about the, the music that we make, the artists, right? But these volumes are putting together the music that I already record in some of my albums. But these two, two, two volumes are the way they are because we were thinking about a concert where the whole family will feel connected, attached to, to what we were playing and we were what we were gonna sing. So if you see the meaning of the, the music and the, the songs, you could see a whole picture of what we are like as Mexican, as Latino Americanos, our culture, our story, the, the way we we live and actually like at certain point it makes me realize that it's not about Mexico it's not about Latino America it's about life and it's about humans that is the most like special thing about this album you know because all the story that is behind 
uh, and the, the meaning behind this album, these two volumes. So at the end, it's very special, and every song is very different from the other. It's totally different thing, but on this album, we're singing for love and for pain. We're singing where it is the voice that is, um, es como la voz, lo voy a decir en español, es como la voz de protesta, la voz de lucha. Eh, es la voz de las mujeres, is the voice of women, is the voice of children, is the voice of, por los abuelos, por los padres, por la naturaleza, por la Pachamama. I mean, there's so, me, so much meaning behind. So it's hard. It's hard to say. So Nada Es Verdad is the song that we decided to, to put the album with. And it has part of the story behind this, no? Has behind all this music and all the, the eh, el, el porqué de, de querer hacer este proyecto, ¿no? So, pero it's not my only one favorite one. <laughs> it's just a very, very special one on this one, okay. on this volume. Mm -hmm. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your thoughtful and in-depth answers. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you and to hear about your music and your career. And um, can't wait to see what comes next from you, Natalia. So thank you. No, muchas gracias. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to know that I can keep showing this music to new people. That's great. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Anytime. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.